I'm a true to green. You might know me from things like the Booze Cruise, Brandenburg Goyden Prison, and Poship. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. On this episode, we got Anka Kramer. She was our uh, first uh, tour manager the couple, uh, first two times we came to Europe with Mass Intruder. And I was good to uh, hang out with her a little bit and catch up. And, uh, you know, like we got lots of mutual friends. I'm sure some of the people and bands and stuff in the industry know who she is. Uh, especially if you ever toured in Germany or in Europe. She's real cool. And it was a pleasure having her on the show. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into it a little bit about the coronavirus on this episode. And I know everybody's been doing that, probably. Uh, everybody's hopefully staying informed and everything. And, uh, you know, we're doing what we got to do. I'm trying to do my part to cover this stuff because, you know, even though it's like everybody's talking about it and maybe people are sick of hearing about it, it's like kind of like what there is to talk about right now you know like everybody's on lockdown so it's not like we can be like oh i was at this great party last night you should have seen the backflip i did off of the fucking roof into the pool um because nobody's doing that nobody's partying nobody well people might be partying but we're doing it in a very different way and it's not as wild as it could be if we were able to all be in rooms together and whatnot um, so it's kind of like the great equalizer with like the way things are right now with like, uh, you know, you can't, uh, you can't gather, you know, and, uh, you know, it's like everybody's in their little cell, uh, cause the disease don't care if you're like, uh, poor or rich. Well, yeah, I guess if you're rich, you could probably afford some good drugs to keep you healthy and stuff. Um, but like, I don't know, what's the guy, Tom Hanks? Yeah, I guess he got sick. And, uh, you know, some other celebrities got sick and with the Corona and they've been diagnosed and all that stuff. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I get the, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Complaint about celebrities. It's like, oh, they're rich and they live fucking a tight life so far. So who cares? But I'm like, well, yeah, but they make cool movies. So I don't want them to die. Plus there's a lot of other fucking real shitty celebrities that probably I wouldn't care if they died. So that's I don't know. I I hope Tom people like Tom Hanks and uh you know cool people like that pull through. And I hope that uh you know like uh the whole thing is like I hope I don't know anybody who gets sick uh but I think I do. I think I got some friends who got sick. So uh you know uh they know who they are if they're listening. I hope you guys are doing okay. I know it's hard to get tested in the states uh because of uh you know like uh the way things are there and uh people you know, I just don't know if uh, the people who are doing things really know what the fuck they're doing. I don't want to name names, but y'all know who I'm talking about. So uh, be careful who you fucking vote for. Or be careful when you don't fucking vote at all, you motherfucking pieces of shit. Get to the fucking polls. Anyway, uh, enough of that uh, political stuff. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City, Sabrina, Vaughn Cotton, Sarah Koenig, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. If you want to become a producer of the podcast, you can get on patreon.com slash intrudergreen and, uh, you know, sign up there for as little as one buck a month or as much as like all your money every month. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't recommend that, but I would take it. All right. Uh, you can also hit me up on the Intruder Green calling line. It's at plus one six oh eight five three five nine six oh eight. And uh, all the uh, socials I'm on there is Intruder Green. You know where to find me. Anyway, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... Intruder Green. An inmate at... 
Federal Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. Ladies and gentlemen, Anka Kramer on the Intruder Green Podcast. Hello. Hi, Anka. Uh, so uh, just so everybody knows, you were a tour manager the first couple of times we came to Europe. Uh, two times, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you had a, a, a pretty good, decent career doing that. Um, what were you, like your third band? Um, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was a while ago. I, I guess. It's hard to yeah. remember that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, nothing was my first tour. <laughs> That's right. That was good practice, but it was fun. Good practice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we toured with Nothington too before in the States and got to meet all those guys. And I think, I don't know, it's all that Red Scare connection, you know, like yeah. uh, Toby hooking us up with everybody and stuff back in the day. So that was real cool. We got him to thank for that, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, that was that was fun. Super sweet guys. Definitely. Um sometimes a handful. Yeah. But I only have good memories of the tour. So yeah, I'm super grateful. That's right. Well, anyway, nowadays you're uh I don't know, would you say you've moved up in the world of uh in of showbiz, I guess you could call it, or like show stuff happenings where you do stuff and make money from it. No, I wouldn't say um, that I moved up, but I definitely got like a more consistent income. Well, that's nice. Um, I'm not traveling anymore, which I do miss sometimes, but I'm really happy to be actually like having a home base and seeing my friends and family more on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm doing just like a different field in the like in the whole industry. So I wouldn't say move up. It's just uh different stress. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like can you talk a little bit about what you do in in your field? Um, sure. Yeah. Um I work for You don't gotta get too specific because I know like uh names and faces have to be changed to protect innocence and all that <laughs> stuff. Well, I'm talking to you in Trudeau Green, so yeah. That's right. You're <laughs> not even wearing that, a yeah. mask. All right. <laughs> um, well, I work for a local promoter slash touring company agency um, slash record label um, based in Germany. And my official job title is like assistant, assistant to the CEO. Um, what I actually do is handling all kinds of business like in the backup uh um backup office yeah and i like i don't know i think like most of my time goes into booking tours like um i mean we we do book local shows but that's more some somebody else doing i'm more into like yeah i'm booking full tours for our artists and um 
of course, doing like the daily stuff. Um, sorry, you just have to edit it. Um, I'm just thinking how to word it. Um, That's it's fine. like uh, I'm doing like the daily business in an agency, like um, setting up new tours, um, getting uh, information details, plans, venue specs, um, dates from houses, staying in touch with them. Uh, I'm negotiating deals <clears throat> with <clears throat> sorry with other agencies um yeah basically like an all all around stuff thing but it sounds like it it sounds like you guys got a lot going on and you're kind of like a part of everything yeah which is um super interesting because it's like it keeps the job interesting and fun and uh you have like everyday like different obstacles and uh projects so yeah that sounds great yeah it sounds way better than you know just Getting in a van every few weeks and uh, traveling around for in a van for a month on end. Yeah, again, I, I don't think you can really compare that. I, I loved both jobs. I loved oh, yeah. both jobs. So. I wasn't like, trying to say that what, when you do, were doing it, it was bad. I'm just saying that's what I do. And it's not always like yeah, the but, most fun. Sure, but you get to steal and rob and hey, you get with allegedly. the ladies All and right. <laughs> like and you get to hang out with your friends yeah that's right so that that's must true. be nice too and you get to see the world so I that's mean, the best part is seeing the world yeah and i think some people definitely have it not as good so that's for sure but uh you know i know that you guys do like uh don't don't some of your people like go out on tour with bands too, like manage them and stuff? Oh yeah. Or do you they're yeah. they're basically like production managers. Yeah. So technically you could still do it again if you like wanted to, probably. Yeah, my boss doesn't want me to. <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah. That's probably true. He wants you around so you yeah. can like uh you know, what do they call like put out fires and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh as you probably know. We're in the middle of a big world crisis or whatever, health mm -hmm. crisis right now. Yeah. And uh, the, part of the reason I was hoping you would come on the show is to talk a little bit about how it's affected uh, things in the music industry. Like, I know that uh, I think, uh, well, shit, I hope it's official that uh, the, so at least some bands I know of have had to uh, move some tours around or like cancel tours. And it's weird for me because I feel like some of them are just like delaying it and rescheduling it for later in the year. And I'm like, aren't you just, they're probably going to have to cancel again because, you know, who knows what's going to happen by then. Right. But like you said, like who knows what's happening in the next months. And I think that's why they're, why they implemented like the, um, like they're prohibiting people to go outside, and like they they want people to um, distance themselves socially, in order to make everything like be back to normal, or like come back to normal. And I mean, those bands they're um, they're dealing with uh, income losses basically. Um, so do the um, like all the crew, and most crews are self-employed. Um, the the houses are losing money the um agencies booking agencies are losing money basically like a whole industry and i'm not just talking about hotels and uh service and yeah, bars but like but everyone is affected absolutely. so they ha they have to like also <laughs> keep like a positive outlook but they like okay let's try to reschedule in september or like in in autumn um for instance 
because you give like the whole situation like a good fair chance like of like about half a year to sort it like sort itself out sure um because uh sure it might happen that you have to reschedule again but that is like um you, you need this income like as soon yeah, as possible and exactly so i get it that like we, we did the same thing um actually uh march 11th is like for me a very specific date now because the wait was it march 11th sorry i have to look that up what's what is, what is um, supposed I, to happen um sorry no. i know you don't want to give out no, false no, information i'm sorry but. march march 9th like in my memory oh, march yeah? 9th was like a very specific moment for me because the weekend before i was working in Düsseldorf. And I was not really planning on going back to work because I actually was able to take two days off because oh, of yeah. the weekend. All right. So <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, I did go to work. And yeah, everybody was like already aware of the corona crisis and like what's coming towards us. But like the whole impact it would have had, like it was just crazy. And that was probably one of the most stressful days we all had at work because everybody started rescheduling. Like we had so many, like all the houses, all the agents, like all the bands were just getting to us and like to each other and everybody. And it was yeah. just like, shit, <laughs> like we have to reschedule. Like they're trying or like they're telling us that shows over a thousand capacity are not allowed anymore. Mm -hmm. And that rule, how, do, how long did it last? Like two or three days? I don't know. Until they said, like, okay. Right, and then it was nothing. Not, and suddenly it was like, oh, oh, only 200 are allowed now. And then suddenly it was nothing. So yeah. nobody really know what's going to happen. How's this going? So everybody was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> like, let's move it to autumn. And yeah, it was crazy. And yeah, here we are now, like two weeks later, and being basically in quarantine. Yeah, basically in quarantine. Uh, sorry, sorry, quarantine. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, it's all good. We call it something different over here in Germany. Quarantine. Quarantine. I can't even say it. Quarantina? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's been some speculation that in the States it's going to come down like on Monday. It's going to be like full on quarantine where you can't even like go outside and stuff. Or maybe it's more like here where like. What's the deal right now? You, it's it, we're kind of on lockdown because you can't like uh, you have to be outside for a specific reason, and you can't like be with more than one other person, or uh, I don't know. You you, you know, you're more up on this stuff than I am. Um. Well, there's a um, there are two scenarios right now. Um, Chancellor Merkel said in the press conference on Sunday that they are not. Like Germany itself is like they're not prohibiting prohibiting people to go outside, yeah. but they don't want to see more than two people outside. Whereas in Bavaria and some southern countries, and as well as Saxony, where you are right now, yeah. um, we do have that um, restriction because, like, not so much in Saxony, but like especially like the countries or like the states below us, they're they've been hit very hard yeah. with the um, with the virus. So you know why that is? Like in Bavaria, like I remember, was that was that where it kind of hit Germany first? That's in Nordrhein-Westfalen, which is actually west of Germany. Okay. And I'm I'm like surprised that they are not stricter there anymore. Because personally, I would hope that they would 
implement something like like nationwide mm-hmm. and not that every state can do whatever the fuck they want um yeah it's kind of weird because i feel like in the in back in the states or you know in the states not just back in the states but in the united states of america um i feel like they're more pushing towards like a federal whatever like rule on on all of this which yep. is funny because you're dealing with donald trump and he's fucking terrible at everything uh, but then you got like individual states who are always like be trying to be like, hey, we're an individual state. We can do our own thing and make our own rules. So like, but like, they're not as much. I mean, I guess they are, but it's just weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. In Europe. I think it's um, very irresponsible because the virus doesn't know any borders. For sure. So um, Italy was hit really hard. Like their dying like they're struggling really oh, hard yeah. um the virus spread to tirol um which is like an area between austria and italy then austria got hit, hit really bad and then bavaria so yeah it spreads it's like people are traveling plus it was like the season like where all the kids are having winter vacation anyway so they are going like they're traveling they're going to different countries and they're going home yeah um yeah like I would wish, like, I'm hoping for, like, a nationwide rule or plan. Yeah. The the United States, like, I can only advise, like, everybody there, like, you should do that, too. It's not stopping in New York City or New York. It's not stopping in Florida with the spring breakers. It's not going to stop in California. Fucking spring Um, break. Jesus Christ. Those people, like, come on. I mean, way to be a stereotype, you know, like, oh, I don't give a shit about nothing. I just want to drink and have fun and I, I think fuck you, everything. Yeah, you have those people in, in all kinds of areas. Yeah, that's everywhere. true. It's like, I don't know. Let's just hope for the best and that you, that those people get some sense into their brains at some point. Like, Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is like, they're on spring break. They're on spring <laughs> break. That's the word. How about some more cocktails soon? Um, so it's like they're college kids, so they're supposed to be smart, and they're fucking stupid. So that's funny. I don't know if they're stupid. Like, from what I heard, I mean, they're probably um, not well informed. Yeah. And for the most part, like, and that's like the scary and um, weird thing is, like, many people I think are just ignorant. Like, oh yeah. There, f- for me, it was like when when I heard about it, and I was like, "Oh, I I'll be fine, cool." Um, oh shit, I can't see my parents. I shouldn't see my grandmother. I shouldn't visit my grandmother in the nursing house because I don't want to get them infected, and I don't want to infect my friends. So it's like that's like a normal <laughs> uh, train of thought. I yeah, think. Uh, I, yeah, that's and that's it, the biggest a, bummer I think right now. It, well, yeah, and the biggest bummer, like also like the big bummer, is that younger peoples or some people, older peoples, who knows, are not aware of their other folks. Like, hey, it's not just about you. Cool that you have a healthy immune system. You have eighty years to go. Um, but what about your parents and grandparents? Oh, yeah, just don't be an asshole. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, like, way, that's a general rule for life. I think is just don't be a. F- well, I, my my buddy Geo used to always say, 
don't be a dick or like, dude, don't be a dick. Right. Um, and it's easy. Being dicks. It's really easy, actually. Yeah, I think so. I believe it to be true. That's why, you know, like, uh, you know, legalized crime, but, <laughs> you know, not violent crime. Just like, you know, borrowing stuff sometimes. Yeah, ask those people first. Well, hey, you can know, I have your wallet? Sure. <laughs> you know, asking is like relative, you know, like, how do you ask somebody anything? It's like, well, do you you're use asking, words or do you use actions? Well, you're asking with a mask on and a knife in your hand. So it's like, hey, yeah, it's, it's pretty like straightforward. Al Capone had a good saying about that. There's something about, uh, you know, a smile and a handshake won't get you as far as a smile and a handshake with a gun in your other hand or something. I don't know. I don't like guns, though. Those fuckers suck. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Agree to disagree. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah. I would love, like, since I have you here, I know that we kind of covered the things I wanted to get on top of because it's super important in everybody's minds right now. But, like, what got you into, uh, you know, like, doing your thing with uh, mu- the music industry and everything like that? You, uh, do you want, are you able to dig that deep or do you want to, like, hide out from questions like that? Well, shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess I was just very lucky. Lucky? Yeah. Sorry, not lucky. Um, that's me being Saxon. <laughs> um, I I mean, I was interested. I'm going to try to keep it super short because I don't want to be bore people. Um, I was always interested in going into that field, but had no idea how. And I was thinking about studying it, but it's like, what do you study? Event management? No, fuck that. Um, I want. Wait, to what did you call it? Human management. Event management. Oh, event management. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, it's like, but it's just like very specific, and it was that's true. Too specific for me. It was like, oh, eh, no, I, I, I don't want to do that. Plus, I saw event managers. How? Like, gosh, like most. Event managers, like, their their noses are all brown. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, um, so I actually went to a totally different field, which was, like, um, business construction, basically. Oh, yeah. So uh, working on roads, like, in the back office, but, like, just doing that, or houses. Yeah. And then through a detour, I actually started uh, going on tour, and I was just lucky that people asked me to come on tour and drive them or do merch or babysit them basically so so I did that for a while and yeah it was just like kind of pursuing it but I I guess I was just like lucky that I got to do it so and it was a good um, way to get the foot in the door yeah I think we're all pretty lucky to be able to like kind of I mean kind of make a living at this kind of job you know show business in general you know like whether you're making music or you're like facilitating people making music and going on tour and performing and stuff or maybe you just like to like go on uh, in front of a camera like entertainment you know it's the entertainment industry yeah and uh anybody who can make a dime or two doing it i think is pretty lucky but it's also pretty amazing <laughs> that you tried to like do something completely different, and then to still circle back to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you 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 kind of did it like a, I don't know, 
a belly flop or a backflip or something like that. Something something cool. Oh, yeah, definitely be- be- belly flip. <laughs> oh, yeah, belly flops are cool. <laughs> belly flop, yeah, sorry. Yeah. They're the best. <laughs> yeah. They kind of hurt, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's like, um, I think the way you get into this, like, for those people who are interested in, like, yeah, either go study it or spend all your free time you have at shows and make connections and make friends. Like, if you have a hobby or if you're, like, so into music, like, just, I don't know, spend all your time there. And then things will hopefully eventually work out. That's what happened with me. And so, like, I know a lot of people are, like, maybe they end up doing music business because they wanted to be in a band, but they just couldn't. Was that ever a thing for you? Because I feel like there's, the more we do stuff and the more we uh, meet people and, like, hire people to work for us and stuff as mass intruder and all that it's like there's so many people who like never intended to ever be in a band they don't really fucking want to make music but they're totally into like facilitating certain aspects of the you know the industry and that's amazing to me because like that was never on my mind like i've done that you know like i helped uh me and red we've uh we've done some stuff you know i can't talk about it too much because it's all allegedly, but um, yeah, you know, it's like, was that ever a thing for you? Did you ever think about like, I want to be in a band, or I want to be a creator, or was it always just about like kind of facilitating that? Uh, second, I think I'm pretty decent at like planning and oh, yeah. like uh, organizing stuff. I mean, I did. Um, I've I've been playing piano for I don't know, like twelve years. Nice. Um tried out a bass sucked super hard on it um, yeah yeah very but, different instrument there. but i also never actually like took lessons for it so i no like i i enjoy music i would love to be better at it like playing it um <clears throat> and yeah sure i thought about like i dreamed about being in a band and i had like during um during my high school years or like my tweens or whatever you call it like i thought about like damn like that would be so cool to play in a band and like i would play that music or i would play that but i was like (laughs) oh shit but like the um god damn it what what do you call it like the endurance you have to have endurance yeah endurance to actually make it and like oh for sure like work your ass off and play in front of like 20 people or something i think mass intruders going on for like 10 years now or something. and the thing is We're like still- <laughs> i like when i'm on stage i i don't know I, I was pretty good at high school in high school like um doing certain performances like i was doing choir and dance and theater and, oh yeah um, that's good performing like um uh, on the piano but I, I gosh i would shit my pants if i would have to play in front of people so i i'm just getting like super nervous like my stage fright is like through the roof so no i'm super happy being in the background working something else and not having to be in the spotlight so that's amazing i thank you for doing all the things you do because it even though you're not like touring with us no more or nothing you know just the, the the music industry in general is lucky to have people like you who are uh so good at their jobs and hard working and uh fucking honest you know uh doing it 
Because, oh, thank you. You know, there's but a it, lot of like uh, people out there just trying to fuck shit up. Yeah, but I like from what I learned over the past years. Like, I I love so many people in this interest industry. Like, we all come from similar backgrounds. We all love what we're doing. Like, I never had it like in any other field. So there's like a very close kind of like a friendship or oh, a, mu yeah, a mutual sure. understanding of what you're doing here and everybody is so stoked about the outcome and still gets excited at like small shows with a hundred people or less or a fucking big arena show yeah. or so it's like i don't know i've i've always been very like not proud but like stoked that i was that i'm able to be a part of that like either if it's like oh shit i booked that band or i book them into this venue or I negotiate the deal or fuck I helped um putting the backdrop up. <laughs> it's like sure. it's just nice to be a part of something and then see the outcome. Yeah. And seeing people enjoying that and being so stoked to be on shows and now they don't have that anymore. Wait, what are they what, Well they what don't, don't like they because have? of the coronavirus and Oh yeah, like, that's right. I, I never thought that it would be God, it's it's quiet. You know that's like true. Nothing hap is happening, like, in my Facebook newsfeed, like, I have friends who basically constantly post about, like, photos um, of those shows where they're going right uh, to right now, or, yeah. like, having videos or uh, photos with the band, you know? I know nothing. <laughs> it's like, I mean, we're focusing on something else, which is definitely, like, super important, but just, it's weird. Yeah, it's extra weird, too, because, like, you know, Everybody's been kind of freaked out in the last few years about, well, at least people in America, about everything going on there politically and stuff like that. And now it's like real shitty because they got nothing else to think about. Like there's no, there's so many less distractions, so fewer distractions. That's the right way to say it. Yeah. So, uh, but don't you think that they're more stressed out because of their financial situation? Because they have, well, they're yeah, looking that's at part like of it. three to six months no income. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think people are tr doing their best and getting distracted, like by being still close socially, like online. Yeah, that's probably true. And playing shows and being creative. I mean, I'm super looking forward to my vacation when I'm gonna do all the puzzles. <laughs> yeah. um, so I feel like you can distract yourself, but the weariness or like the anxiety people must feel right now to because. So many people here don't have any savings. I mean, like not here as in Germany here, but in this in this industry or like oh, everyone yeah, who's sure. affected. Yeah. So yeah, I I'm pretty sure a lot of people have a hard time sleeping right now. Oh yeah, I believe it to be true. I mean, I do because like less people outside. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> less people around. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, but also less people who can actually see you, and so... Yeah, but they're all home guarding their stuff. It's like, it's also a lot of people are just home now. You can't even get in there without somebody seeing you and being like, hey, I'm a Republican, I got a gun. <laughs> okay, we need to take a break. Um, yeah, I need a uh, new we need, cocktail. We need, yeah, we need some more drinks, so... I know. And we can, we're, we're closing to wrapping this up unless there's a bunch more stuff you want to talk about. But I got to ask you one more question sure. uh, after we come back. Okay. All right. All right. 
guitar players. I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah, well that's because, you know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out the website, yeahmansguitars.com, and uh, you can order stuff on there. So, uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there, and it's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeah Man's Guitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure, and you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. Hi, Intruder Maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life, aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some leftover or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuporadmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a Stuporad Merch Company web store right now and uh check out all the tight bands that are already on there they got a bunch of them like got uh, at the bomb pops and like the bad cop bad cop and stuff it's all good uh yeah uh all sorts of cool swag and uh right now right now if you go on there and you, at checkout you use the code prison you can get 15 percent off all of the uh stupid red merch branded apparel uh at stupidredmerch.com go check it out It's a fish hole, like a fish that has sex for money. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, we got uh, we got some champagne and whiskey, scotch, whiskey going on. Um, yeah, so it's a tough time for people everywhere right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people might be listening. It's important for them to know 
they ever want to like uh, reach out because they're feeling depressed. If that's the that's the extra shitty thing. It's like, first of all, people are depressed about the whole fucking situation, and then there's some people who are already depressed, and it's like even worse now. Seems like end of times, but uh, I guarantee things will probably get better later. And uh, yeah, you know what? What should we say? What can we say to people to make well, them feel better? I I would say like take care of yourself. Like, eat healthy if you can. Take your vitamins if you can. Try to go outside, but like not close to people. Like while you still can. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or at least try to stick out your like try to stick out your head out of the window once a day if it's sunny. Yeah. What, <clears throat> everybody in in Germany here they got like these balconies. That's nice. Yeah, but. You guys have front lawns and big yards and shit. Oh, that's also true. (laughs) Not people who live in apartments, though. I feel like I know lots of people who have apartments that, like, they're just walls. (laughs) They got, like, no outside, like, private space. Try to go outside. um, Try to reach out to friends and family and, like, stay in touch. Call, write letters, write emails. I don't care. Do FaceTime. Like, do all that. Like, don't let the... Don't let the whole situation get to you too so much. But also, I don't know, like, make a plan. Like, I mean, now it's the time to learn something new, which you never had the time to. Like, language, um, fighting with knives, uh, drawing, um, playing music. I don't know. Like, do something to keep you occupied. And don't worry too much. It will all be over soon, hopefully. Um and try, try to the, try to be the best way you can, and offer help. Like if you see an older lady outside carrying her groceries home, maybe ask her if she wants to stay home, and you take care of that. Like something. I don't know. It also helps you and your mindset and your mental health to do something good. Like it makes people happy. Oh yeah, I believe it to be true. And uh, speaking of helping people, you know, like. Uh if you're feeling depressed or like you're just bored or something, you should give the Intruder Green call-in line a call. You can all, I, I can't guarantee that I'll answer because, uh, you know, I'm trying to like hide out. Don't always want to answer the phone. But you can leave me a voicemail. And if you are feeling depressed or something, like uh, you need somebody to talk to, I'll try to call you back. Honestly, if you leave a, if you say so on a voicemail and stuff, I won't, I probably won't play that on a podcast. But, you know, if you want to be on a podcast, that's a good way to do it, too. Um, but, yeah, you can always get me at uh, plus one six zero eight five three five nine six zero eight and True to Green call-in line for, uh, yeah, anybody who, uh, I don't know, maybe you just want to talk to somebody. Because, you know, that whole isolation thing, that's a real uh, problem now, right? Like, we're supposed to be self-isolating, but the problem with self-isolating is it fucking sucks. And uh can be yeah. the worst part of the whole thing. Yeah, it gets to you. Like I, I I'm pretty sure that some people like that's what they're already doing if they're already de- depressed, but like the anxiety just grows. Especially yeah. if you follow social media or the news, it's like fuck. <laughs> like Yeah, that's right. You, you need an outlet. Or yeah. Anybody you who wants to talk or struggles financially, reach out. Gonna figure something out. Absolutely. We gotta figure something out because, uh, you know, we gotta get through this. There's too many, um, I don't know, there's there's too many good people struggling these days. It happened for a while. 
and uh, can't let this be like a knockout blow. Got to keep keep moving. Keep I don't know, staying with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and hey, next show is coming soon, sooner than later, and we're all gonna have a big fucking party. Yeah, and get wasted or just hang out and kiss oh, and hug all. Can you our imagine what the next uh, like f- fucking punk rock show we go to is gonna be oh, like? Gosh, I'm excited. Like once they start band start playing again and everything's back on, it's gonna be nuts. Right. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you not- noticed, but Flatliners is delayed as well. Oh yeah, I figured. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even try to like. Yeah. You know, think about it. <laughs> well, the good thing so, is that thanks um, for the reminder. The good thing is that tickets will still be valid, so that's true. Just gonna be postponed. If if you never seen the Flatliners before, you should go check them out when they start playing again because they're great. And, uh, and they're doing their um, anniversary anniversary of playing Cavalcade. Oh, that's right. And the album came out. That is a good ass album. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I still can't wait for the anniversary of Dead Language because that's my favorite <laughs> album. Uh, I'm just being honest. Yeah, just, I mean, Cavalcade is great too. Just all of them, just, yeah, they're, they're, they're just all their albums are pretty and great. Better. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and I was thinking that night when I fucking had that great conversation with Chris, oh, God, yeah. and just uh, was a stupid dummy and just erased it. Yeah, we played this awesome game of Would You Rather. Yeah, and you guys came up as the funniest answers for <laughs> the most stupid questions. Yeah, that's right. Of speaking of would you rather, um, I'm trying not to do that so much anymore because unless you really want to, we could do it if you want to. But what I've been doing because it makes more sense, and I uh, had somebody uh, bring it up to me like just out of the blue, I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh, was uh, crime stories. Okay. Now, I don't want you to incriminate yourself because uh, you know we can speak allegedly here. Or maybe you're just making up a story, you know, wink, wink, or whatever. That that I, I, if I wink at you, people won't know it. They gotta know. So, uh, like, uh, do you have any good crime stories? Um. Well, I have one crime story, and it's probably not very good. That's fine. But it definitely had an impact on me. Um, oh shit! When ah oh, shit! How old was I? I think I was like 13 or 14 and my former best friend and I like we would hang out and like go downtown like we we lived we used to live in the suburbs like pretty far, oh, far yeah. out so we would like go downtown and here in Germany you don't really have or, like back then we didn't really have malls but like just normal clothes store like in the city center okay and and this was back in like DDR days, or was no, this in the 90s? No, hey, I'm not that old. Oh yeah, gosh. <laughs> no, it was like, uh, let me calculate, like um, late 90s. All right, uh, early 2000, like just before I came to the states. Okay. Um, so uh, I don't know. We we were like best friends, and yeah, I blame it all on her because she was a bad influence to me, and she came up with the idea to like go rob stores, basically. Oh what? Um, that well, sounds great. Well, not, not rob them, but like we stole everything. Like, wow. Um, clothes. Like CDs. shoplifting. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, to me back then, on a very big level, like every like for a while, every day I would come home with three, four, five more items. Yeah. 
like new clothes and my mom was wor- like weirded out and wondering where I got that money from <laughs> because I got, only got like a few euros pocket yeah. money each each week. That's right. But I would tell her like, oh, my friends are cleaning out the closet. Oh, that's what I got from them. Wow. We were really good. And like security was not great back then. So it was almost easy. Oh, yeah. And then this one time I was alone by myself and I was kind of bored and I went by myself to a like a drugstore yeah and i decided to steal a mascara for or no not a mascara like an eyeliner for like two euros what yeah like super That's cheap, super cheap. Yeah. and it took me almost an hour to go through with it because i was so nervous like oh, I, yeah. I didn't have the balls at all if i wasn't in a team and of course they caught me, caught me. Oh shit. And I was walked to like I was kicked out of the store but and, yeah. but I was um walked with the poli- police to like the police station. Of course. That's and I was super embarrassed because We call it the donut shop. Uh, it yeah, <laughs> right. I was walked there. Um I was super embarrassed because two officers next to me side by side so everybody knew what happened oh and, shit uh, it was like the walk of shame but you didn't even so, get laid right <laughs> yeah i didn't get laid but and then they called my parents and they came to pick me up and i was crying my eyes out and i felt so bad and so embarrassed and my mom was so disappointed and oh gosh like because i was a minor like yeah. they didn't really charge me or anything that's I, right I was, just not allowed back into the store for like one year. Oh gosh, like yeah, wow. that that didn't really bother me. And they made me write an apology to uh, to the police station, like as a statement. And <laughs> I wrote like the most heartfelt apology. And yeah, I I was super ashamed. And since then, not that I recall. Um, nothing. I, uh, nothing. Yeah, wow. it was definitely like such an experience, like where I was. Um, I just felt so shitty F- over a f- stupid eyeliner for two euros. But yeah, so you didn't have two euros, but you really wanted the eyeliner, or oh, did you just have the need I to think, like I think get I had, something? I, I think I had the money. I just like tried to go through with it and see if I can pull it off. And mm-hmm. because I was so nervous, yeah. And the thing is, like, I remember that I did see the detective in the store circling around me. And I had a bad feeling. And there was a cop in the store, and you went through like a like a civil detective, yeah. Oh, like civil they, detective. Civil detective, like they they put them in the stores, like yeah. like a security right. person, but you sure. can't see because they don't have like a uniform or anything. But they just like pretend to be another customer, and he definitely saw me, and I knew that this guy was off, and I still went through with it. Dang. Well, lesson learned. So that's my crime story. So yeah. don't steal because it not good yeah yeah Yeah. that's uh well like you said you're just borrowing so that's right you just borrow it and then like uh maybe you return it (laughs) that's right maybe you return it or maybe not whatever you know it's all relative that's the thing people don't realize like what's yours is only relatively yours you know like uh you get spiritual about it and stuff Sure. Yeah. Tell yourself. <laughs> whatever, you know? Okay. Whatever, whatever. What else would you like to talk about? Do you want people to be able to reach you on the social medias and stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not famous, and I try 
it's not trying. I just like I'm trying to stay away from social media. Like back then when I was still touring, I definitely put up more content because it was fun and I wanted to share that and I also like try to create like a diary or like a memory book. Yeah. And it's nice to see those um uh notifications from Facebook like oh six years ago you were here five years ago you were here four years ago you were here and like oh that's sweet yes I remember that oh no that sucked that was a horrible time yeah. stuff like that but now I just don't anymore but I still follow all my friends sneaking around stalking them so that's right but yeah like fuck if you want to reach out to me and say hi because we haven't talked for like five years sure I would love that but I'm not like a social or famous person and it probably takes me a few months to get back to you so i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i suck at that but yeah that's out. all right it's not for everybody and like, fuck it ain't like, even hey, for me I, but I, I need to do it right and i love most people so i hope they know i'm sure they do and i appreciate that and i appreciate you i appreciate you too oh thank you <laughs> I don't think any ladies ever said that to me before. All right. <laughs> um, well, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I think, uh, I don't know, you, you were talking about this Disney Plus thing that I think uh, you, you want to check out now, so I won't keep you from that much longer. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. You have a good night. All and right. And you all, thank you for listening, people, and stay safe, stay healthy. And be the best you can. That's right. And see you all soon. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. I want to thank Anka again for being on it. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Intruder Green. The Intruder Green call-in line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green is where you go to if you want to become a producer of the podcast. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering by Matthew Hendershot, lighting, squeak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Pipe Rose. This is my contract with America. All right. Because your ears are so big. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know the fairy tale Little Red Riding Hood? Oh, yeah. That's the, the big bad wolf. Or no, it's a wolf. What's a big oh, bear wolf? A big bad wolf. That's, that's <laughs> the, the bad wolf, pigs. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what big ears you have and what big eyes. And mouth so I can eat you, you better. <laughs> to eat you better. That's right. <laughs> Whoa.